What's the three seven four offline? I'm not sure. Hello, hello. Jeff, I can hear you, mate. Hey, there we go. Oh, good. I got you. This is a terrible setup. Holy shit. <laughs> can you turn you, yourself up a little bit or not? Uh, Volume-wise? Yeah. Let me see. Is that is you having a tough time hearing me? Uh, I, I could probably turn it up, actually. I'm not sure if I... If you tell me where... No, no, I got you good now. I got you good. You got me? Oh, yeah. wait. Tell me if this makes a difference. Is that any better? Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. That's a lot better? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was it was going through the wrong thing. Yeah, <clears throat> beautiful man. How are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Great to have you on here. I'm doing well, brother. Is that your? Yeah. Are you at home right now, or where, whereabouts are you? Uh, well, I'm sort of. Uh, home is a loose term. Um, <laughs> we're sort of. Uh, we're we're in a, a an apartment currently where we're staying. Um, uh, in Atlanta. Um, we, I live in Los Angeles, but we're here sort of, I'm back and forth at the moment. My wife is working out in Atlanta. I'm doing a little bit of work here and then we're back and forth to LA. Um, but yes. So currently this is sort of like home. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, is that your little recording booth there? But I'm guessing not. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah. That's oh, it my is. Studio. That's my, yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a studio bricks booth here and then a different setup when I'm back in Los Angeles. Nice. Nice. Yeah. But although, like, although I feel like uh, I feel like a little underprepared because I'm looking at your setup, man, and you've got like it, it looks. You know what yours looks like? You look put together, and and mine looks haphazard as hell. <laughs> but let me tell you, but this is what this is what happens when you like set up shop in a different uh, in a different state, and you have a newborn. You just kind of like you know you're happy to make anything work. Yeah, exactly. How is the newborn going? How old? Uh, she ju- she's like six months almost to the day. Oh wow! And and ha- uh, first one. Yeah, man, first one. Oh, you um, must be on a different level now. You know, do you have kids? No, I don't. Not yet. Um, it's wild, man. I- I'll tell you, like, um, I'll tell you. So I'm, I'm big on like. I don't think you should ever tell anybody what they should or shouldn't do, especially with something as personal as children. But let me tell you from like a personal experience, which was I was stalwart in my whole life that I never wanted children. Like it was not a thing that I thought was for me. I didn't want it. My wife and I got together and we both were in the same page thinking like it was just not something we were going to do. It wasn't in the cards for us. But I I have to say, man, it is the single best thing I've ever done. Really? Hands down. It's so down. cool, man. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's really cool. I could talk. I mean, I, now I'm like that guy because I could talk about my little girl all day long. So, do you reckon I she's gonna? Side to the other. Do you reckon she's gonna grow up to be a gamer like her dad or into that world? I've got, I mean, if I've got anything to say about it, she <laughs> I mean, she. Can, I mean, as, as far as I'm concerned, she can be into whatever she wants to be into. I think it's just my job to like introduce her to as many things as I can and then let her lead the way. I love that, man. And your yeah. wife's doing well as well. Yeah, she's doing great. Thank you for asking, my friend. She's um she's good. She's working on a show, and uh, you know, just you know, being a superwoman after giving birth, and and she had a pretty serious injury, and she's kind of recovered now, and been working all the time, and it's just it's a lot, but yeah, man, we're she's doing kicking right. ass. You both are, hey? Yeah, 
doing doing the best we can. I think just doing as, as well as anybody can can do in, in a in these weird and strange times we're living in. You know, I was going to ask how did how did twenty uh, twenty affect you guys and, and you yeah, personally I, for your career and all that sort of thing. Yeah, it was a it was um man. I have a lot of mixed feelings about twenty twenty. I mean, I think. You know, first and foremost, it was obviously, you know, difficult, I think all the way around. And I don't know where I stack in as far as degree of difficulty in comparison to everybody else. But um, it was a weird year for us. We got pregnant. Um, we got pregnant right sort of at the beginning of COVID. We, we knew um, we knew Danny was pregnant. Um, and so we quarantined and locked down really hard. We just, you know, there was just not enough information to know what was really safe and what really wasn't. And she was pregnant and that's already a little bit of a strenuous time. So we were really stayed in. Uh, I was really fortunate enough that I had just right before the quarantine happened, um, retrofitted my house with a studio so that I could record. And and, and Ooh, that turned out to be, yeah, because I had been recording and, and done sessions for my house, but I just, it wasn't at the quality that I I wanted. I, I thought it was broadcast quality, but there was enough variables that it made me uncomfortable every time I was mm. working a session out of my home. So I just decided to really invest a little bit and, and make it better. And that turned out to be like the best investment I'd ever made because it was the only way you know we could work. And, and since since the bulk of my work is you know on a mocap stage or, or in front of a camera, um, uh, having the ability to pivot to more remote sessions was hu- was huge. So, you know, in that regard, you know, work changed a little bit. Um, obviously, um, for my wife, it was a it was a dead standstill. And then we found out that her show was going back um, when my daughter uh, was still in the womb at about six months. So we moved across the country at seven months and then delivered here. And uh, it feels like the whole quarantine was just, you know, being pregnant and doing that. Oh right, so it's a yeah. t- it's a weird feeling. It's yeah. a weird feeling, man. And I and I'll say like you know in a strange way like it provided me some opportunities that I, I wouldn't have had otherwise. I don't think like the amount of time I've been able to spend you know home with my daughter you know really hands on has been. I don't know that I could have recreated it in any other scenario. Even if it wasn't with work, there would have been many things pulling me just out of the house, and, and probably my wife as well. So you know I don't know. There's there's been you know, you try to glean tiny little gifts out of um, uh, yes. out of something as as you know harrowing as this year we've all experienced. Very interesting. So How was it for you? Oh, down here was um, we were we were locked down like crazy here in Australia for a number of months. Yeah, yeah. So I was going a little bit loopy towards the end, and then we finally. When was the, what was the what was the month where it hit you? Like, was there one month where you were like, oh, this is the one that's going to break me? Like, you know. I remember it was around June or July, somewhere around there. Because mm-hmm. we, were, we were in lockdown for ages, man. Just Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and then, I, then we eventually, the restaurants opened up and I, I went to a restaurant every night once it opened up just to get out of the house. You know what I mean? Yeah, of uh, course, man. I totally get it. I completely understand. And I, well, it's funny yeah. you, the things you, the things you miss that you don't think you'll miss. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it didn't affect you work wise at all. You still were able to continue besides mocap. Um, no, I would I would say it, it it definitely. I mean, for a little while. I mean, I don't think anybody knew what was going to happen. Just period. Like, what was going to happen to the industry? How was it going to change? Were there going to jobs at all. I mean, I think everybody, no matter what field you were in, was feeling that. Um, 
but no, things slowed down for a while for sure. Um, and then sort of what I was doing shifted a little bit, you know, we, as far as, um, it wasn't all games and, and animation and stuff like that. There was maybe some more like commercial stuff, and, mm. um, you know, but I don't know. It was weird. It was weird in the beginning. Cause I think because everybody was experiencing, I mean, there's very few times in the world where everybody is experiencing some version of the exact same thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and so I think because of that, it was probably the first time as an actor where I was in, in long periods of unemployment, but not as stressed about it as I usually am. And yeah. maybe it was just because I, do you know what I mean? Because I mean, yeah. like, I mean, as an actor, I mean, you know, certainly I'll spend more, more of my life being unemployed than employed. Um, <laughs> when you look so, at it like that, it's a bit, it sounds no, a bit I mean, grim, but it's, yeah. I am, I'm hired and fired every day I go to a job. <laughs> I mean, that's a hundred percent. No guarantees, believe me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone in here is loving you, mate. Um, if, oh, hello calling you a great dad. Uh, great guy, oh, great you. actor. That's like the, the dad thing's the <laughs> nicest thing they could say, but I, I mean, I appreciate it. It's good. I'm glad everyone's here hanging out. Thank you guys for taking your time. Oh, man. And I got to say, man, I'm a big fan too. Just not even just before Resident Evil, just some of your other work. And I mean, you're killing oh, thank it, man. You. Thanks, brother. I really appreciate that. That means a lot. Thanks. Thank you for saying that. And I can, and I'm sure you're working on stuff that you can't talk about as well. That's probably pretty cool. <laughs> there's some things happening yeah so. i'm sure so it's hard not, it's it's so hard not to i know it, it must that know, must be it, the toughest part of the job you know what it is i mean honestly in a lot of ways it, it can be because I, I mean i can genuinely say I, I i love what i do you know what i mean i really enjoy doing this i i and so i'm, I'm excited to talk about it mm. and, and i enjoy it and I enjoy, especially like conversations like this, especially when they're like just you know casual the way this is and fun and and getting to talk to to you know people who who enjoy the, the work that we do in, in, in any capacity. I mean that for me is like really exciting. So um, yeah, it's it's hard not to talk about stuff. <laughs> so far, I've done a good job. I haven't broken any NDAs, but uh, but damn, if sometimes I don't I don't, it's hard. Yeah. So what what would you say your breakout role was in terms of motion capture or gaming? Were we going back to World War Two, Call of Duty, or is it before then, Mafia, or what? I, I think, you know, I, I think if I had to, like, pin it on one where people maybe started paying, like, a, a little more attention, I guess, um, I think it might have been The Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Javi just resonated with people in a way, I think, um, and it was surprising to me. Uh, but I think that was the one where people maybe started like paying attention a, a little bit more. Um, yeah, uh, I think it was. I think it was Javi. I think it was that one. It was a cool story. It was unexpected for me because I, I, I mean, I've said before, I didn't really know that I was getting into The Walking Dead. I didn't know that that's the project that I was working on. I mm. wasn't. Um, some somehow in my just i don't know i think it was happening so fast at that particular time between like when i auditioned when i went in for what i thought was another audition turned out to be a session um that i I didn't ever catch like that this was the walking dead until like a little bit later which is great for me because I, i didn't need my my brain being muddled with all that yeah um but it was also kind of, and I, and it was good because I, it was better that I didn't know how kind of risky it was because I, it was kind of the first time in that series where um, Clementine was sort of 
sharing the arc. Mm. And, and, you know, and Melissa, who is phenomenal as Clementine, I mean, Clementine is a character uh, people were so uh, attached to that had I known at the time that there was going to be any sort of, uh, for lack of a better phrase, like sharing of the light with Clementine, I would have been far more trepidatious, I think. But I was very, I was ignorant at the time of like what we were actually doing. So um, it, it panned out pretty well, I think. Was that all? Was that all booth work? All booth work, yeah, yeah. Wow. Long sessions, um, but fun as an actor, you know, because you get to explore the same scene five different ways, which is kind of like, you know, which is what you do on your own anyway. And then what happens on the day on set? Sometimes you, you know, you'll get to play a little bit, but. Um, this was really absolute freedom because you had to generate five, you know, four or five or a couple of different versions of the same situation uh, every scene. So as, a, as an actor, that's a fun thing to do. So why do you think they resonate with that character from all your previous work? Why was it that one? I mean, I, I think for, for, for some, some of those reasons, I think were, um, you know, it was, it was probably the most time anybody had spent uh, with me, I guess in that regard. Yeah. I mean, it was certainly. I mean, if for if for if for just lack of any anything else, it was like you were going to spend some time, you know, with me. I also think, you know, um, one of the things that I, I think I, I what I liked about Javi, what I think resonated, what it was, it's very easy, or would have been very easy to just play um, uh, leading man or a hero or whatever. And more generic tropes. sort of, yeah. I think so. But, but you know, Javi's incredibly like vulnerable, you know, makes a lot of mistakes and in many ways begins his story as a total anti-hero uh, and, and kind of like the, the family fuck up. And, um, and so I just think there was a lot of humanity to him and, and it was, you know, it's easy to identify with a guy who's almost feels like an accidental hero. Mm. He almost has no business being one. It totally, he, he becomes an accidental hero, an accidental father, an accidental, you know, caretaker. The, 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 it just happens to him. And I think what I loved about the story is that he wasn't even sure, in my opinion, that he could, um, that he was up for these things. And I think my, and, and for me, you know, the, the, my favorite relationship was, was the one he had with Clementine because it was this really, um, it was so rich with, with weird nuance because it's this tremendous age gap. I mean, it could basically be father, son, uh, you know, Javi has no business being a father. And yet at the same time, like, how do you wrestle with this? This girl is so capable and so like badass. And yet she's a child. I mean, she's a child. Mm. And for me, I was like to not acknowledge the heartbreak every time you have a scene with this kid, when you have to talk about killing this guy or saving this guy or murdering these zombies, it's easy to get caught up with it and then forget, like you're talking to a, 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 a 10, a 12 year old, she's a child. And so that was where I, that's where at least I was always looking when I, when we were doing the work. So for people that don't know, that's the walking dead, a new frontier that was back in 2016. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And Melissa Hutchinson, obviously, is Clementine. And you yes. would have probably had more lines than her in that game, maybe. Or you would have been up there. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was pretty close. Yeah. I mean, for sure, it was pretty close. Yeah. So that's – was that that was t- Telltale, yeah? 
Telltale, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that, yeah, yeah. And I, and I can't remember if that was the, was no, the I guess last they, one? they, no, I think they knocked out one more after that. If I, mm. if I, if I remember correctly. But I'm not sure. Uh, all right, I'm we're going to talk about a lot of a lot of different roles you're in, but we'll go to Resident Evil. That's the that's okay. the latest one, Village. Yeah. So yeah. talk to me about this. You're in, uh, obviously, you're in the remake as uh, Carlos, which yes. knocked it out of the park, mate. Congrats for that. Thank you. And now again, like, and you you did Captain America. And now you did Chris. You're taking on these characters that are, you know, established. Yeah, most most actors would only try one. You've got you just keep doing it and keep nailing it. You're, you're one of a kind, man. I don't know how you do uh, it. The pressure, that's really, I mean, surely it, it, it's it's really kind of you to say. Um, Thank you. It's all good, man. Yeah, I I um, you know, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, in, in a lot of ways, sometimes when during this, like during my career, there's there's many times where you feel like you're in control. There's other times where you're acutely aware, like you're just on the ride, and and you know what what you can control in your sphere is very little. Like mm-hmm. you like you do the work, you 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 stay um, uh, ready, um, yep. continue to work on your craft, but like. You know, you don't always get to pick. You don't get to pick the auditions you get. You don't get to pick the jobs you get. You don't get to, you know. So, you know, there's a, an element of, um, you know, it's funny because I hate to say like luck. It's not. There's a le- there's, there's an something. element of it. There is there's, there, there's there is there, there is an element there's an element of it. Um, but you know, getting getting the chance to to play characters like that is um, it's it's like surprising every time, and yet. I've become aware that I, I've, been, I've been trying to adjust the conversation in, in my head as I've, as I've gotten older and worked a bit more, which is, which is like, and I hope you understand what I mean when I say this, but sort of like, yeah, why not me? Why not? Like, why shouldn't I do that? Why, why shouldn't I? I've been preparing for this. And I also understand when I take on any of these things, there's the inherent risk. Like, it might fall flat. Like there's always the risk of it not resonating, but mm. like you, you know, every magician risks the trick being dis- like being figured out or discovered. But if if you don't ri- if you don't risk that moment, then you also don't get like the awe and the shock and all of that <laughs> other stuff. So I like you know, I, I I become acutely aware that at some point, if it hasn't happened already, and for sure there will be uh, mixed feelings about work I've done or work I will do or and that's okay. That's what's awesome about that's what's awesome about like art, right? It's so individual. It's so individual, and you know, I don't know. I'm just I, I'm I'm I'm, in, I'm on that ride now, and it's it's a lot of fun, and I'm very I'm very grateful to be able to do it. You know, people in here can't believe that you're Carlos and Chris, as well. Yeah. By the way, yeah, that was <laughs> it was, at the at, right as we started getting up to the launch of uh, Village. It, you know, I was I was still doing some interviews for the remake, and and uh, <laughs> there was inevitably, and it, it had kind of come out on IMDb. Someone had like leaked it a little bit, or, or I think people maybe kind of had a suspicion from the, the first trailer. But like, but oh, we were yeah. very, we were very NDA, like very. I mean, we were not saying anything. Yeah, and, uh, it was you know, but I, I but I think it was also. I mean, <laughs> it, I think it was it, people were were. There was a lot of questioning about it because it was like we just saw him there, and are we going to see him here? And what's the deal? And you know, I definitely had that conversation with with Steve, the director, when we just when I was 
when we're deciding to pivot to the next, to a different character in, in the same universe and, and without a huge gap in between. Um, but uh, yeah, we just went for it. Because a lot of people might not know, I think you, the remake was shot in Japan, yeah? Yes, we did uh, almost all of the shooting in Japan. We did some of the booth work in, in LA remotely. Um, yeah. But yeah, we were. We did. If I, again, if my, my memory is so terrible sometimes, but I, I believe we did three <laughs> different shoots in Japan, uh, spanning a, a couple weeks each. But this one was done in LA. Yes, yes, that's correct. Village, yeah, and a lot of your scenes are with um, the lovely Katie O'Hagan, which I had on yesterday. She had nothing mm. but uh, terrible things to say about you, man. She just, I'm sure, she just couldn't stop bagging you out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, we had we had a good time. Village was a good shoot, and 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 then I did a lot of stuff, obviously with uh, with Todd as well. Um, yeah, of course, Todd. You know, yeah. But but uh, Ethan Winters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fun shoot. Good shoot. Yeah? Good people. Yeah. Good did, people. She Very said that people. you you love to the the feeling was you know just easy to work with uh, a lot of laughs on set, you know. I like to I like to have a good time. I mean, I, I have to I mean, honestly, being on set is one of my favorite places to be. I don't know why I've always just kind of felt very comfortable on a set, even like going back to college when I was just working on like, you know, student films with the film department. Like I just loved being on set. I feel like I understand the world there and the, and the, the flow and the energy. And um, and again, I, 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 I love what I get to do. So for me, it's like. Every day you, you're on set is a good day. And, uh, mm. you know, I like to have a good time and jokes. And, you know, certainly there are days when, you know, if it was the, it was the only day you met me, you'd go, that guy's like really serious. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Is he like, is he fun to be around? Because, it, you know, but I don't know. There's like the art part of what we do. But then, you know, we're all working. People are there to, to do their job. Some guys working on the lights, some guys, you know, you know, working on the set, you know, some gals building this. And so it's like to make that environment anything other than like a super supportive, fun place to be. And we're all doing the same thing. and We've all got the same vision. I, I have never understood, especially actors who operate on a set in any other capacity than that. I just think it's like it's such a I don't know, for me. For me, there's no greater offense. I'll get off my little soapbox, but there's no greater offense than ruining a day of set for me because I'm like I'm I, I worked so hard to be here and love being here so much that if you fuck this up for me, then we'll have a problem. So, do you get that in games or what? I have to say, almost universally, that the that the people I have worked with um, in games and voiceover as a generality are such an awesome group of people. Um, you've worked with I, I think you might have worked with some of the best of the best ever you, you, yeah. you in particular have worked with like everyone <laughs> I mean I, I've definitely gotten to be with some amazingly talented people and you know and and the great thing is to come away from those experiences and be like god it's exactly what I thought it was going to be just like Man. we're just like a bunch of people hanging out we're all doing the same thing we all like you know like it, it, you know it, it's like I think I think if you can recognize the, the struggle in each other you know, like we're all just like human beings bumping around the planet, trying not to fuck it up too bad. Like, you know, if we're lucky, we'll figure ourselves out by the end of it. And maybe not even that. So, you know, 
I see the struggle. I recognize the struggle in you. I'm sure you recognize the struggle in me. And we're all here to do kind of the same thing. So let's just have a let's have a good time and yeah. let's be brave and bold and risk fucking it up. And you know, and hopefully, you know, we create an environment. Because look, here's here's what I know. I know the project we work on will be the best it can be if you feel safe enough with me to go. Hey, listen, I'm just going to try this thing. I don't know. It might be a shit show, but just go with me. And and if you feel safe enough to do that, and if I feel safe enough to do that, then we've got a shot at doing something great. But if we're all walking around with our heads up our ass, it's just, you know, it's not fun and it probably won't be enjoyable for anybody to, to watch. So you, you haven't run into too many egos along the way. It's been pretty good. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Nice, man. I love to hear yeah. that. It's a pretty good community gaming. I mean. It is super supportive. Yeah, super supportive. And, and voiceover too. I remember when I first started um, getting to work with uh, not professionally, but just like either coach with or talk to or have coffee with a, a number of individuals whom I had no business yeah. being able to talk to. Because I, I was like, oh. I, I, there were there were definitely moments where I'm like, I can't believe you're giving me notes. Like you voiced my entire childhood. I think I and know. Then, you and mean, just yeah, like, yeah, I think I know. Like, it's just yeah. it, it's bananas. Mm. Bananas. Some of these guys, just the nicest, you know. Um, Charlie Adler, Bob Bergen, like some of these guys are just like the coolest dudes and they don't owe me anything. I was like, I, I had nothing. I knew nothing. So I don't know. I love, I love, I love the community. L. Brian here says, Jeff, you should have told Ethan the plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you can't trust Ethan with everything. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Scott here says, I tweeted Jeff the day the trailer came out and asked him if it was him. He didn't reply. Um, I do. I had to be so, I, I'll tell you this, though. So I, I, for anybody who cares or whatever, I, I mean, I really I try to um, because I really enjoy interacting, as you know, because you were so patient with me setting this up. I can sometimes be difficult. And mostly it's a function of like, if I'm being really honest, it's a function of two things. One, I'm not great at social media. It's not a comfortable, it's not a comfortable space for me. Um, and then two, I'm always a little surprised when someone messages me because I'm, I'm like, well, why, <laughs> why, why, why me? Like what? You got I the mean, imposter so, syndrome a bit. Yeah. A little, maybe like every once in a while. And yeah. then at the same time I try to remember like, yeah, but it's cool. Let's, but I, I'm interested in talking. I really am. But when I'm like ND8 on something, I don't know, man, I'm even hesitant to say no to a question because <laughs> like, who knows? You know what I mean? So it's better just not would, to reply is what you're saying. So sometimes I don't. So please yeah. don't take it personal. On any other day or with any other question, I probably would have responded. And I do try to interact as much as I can um, because I, I appreciate the I appreciate the time people are willing to offer me. And I always want to respect that. Yeah. And people are asking about Resident Evil 8, Resident Evil 9. Guys, that's not those questions are not going to be answered in today's chat. Let me just tell you. I can tell you, I can tell you <laughs> Capcom would never trust me with that information anyway. So the good news is I couldn't even release it because I have no idea. They don't tell me shit. I wish well, they did, but they don't. What's cool is you should I'm guessing you will be in nine, so that's pretty cool. So we'll have to have you back if you are in nine. I hope so. I mean, yeah. if, if nine is a thing that happens, I hope I get to be in it. Yeah. Um, how have you found the fan reception so far for Chris Redfield and the reaction to the game and Lady D and everything that's come with it? Yeah. Um, it seems to be great so far. I mean, people seem to be really enthusiastic. Um, and, and that's always like really gratifying. I mean, I think 
you know, we're always we're always trying to, or I'm always trying to help create some sort of a world where people can escape to for a little bit and and you know go on a ride and, and spend some of their time there, and that it feels like it was worthwhile to live in that place. Um, mm. And uh, I feel like people's reception to the game has been great, and for you know for me that's um, super gratifying. I, I and and also I guess a little bit of a, a personal victory three going from you know you switching characters in the canon um for me i was I, I was i was hoping people would be willing to stick with us you know what i mean mm. like to stick with me on that and uh and i'm and i'm glad i'm really really glad and i think the game's been received well so you know a lot of people put a lot of hard work into that people at capcom really put a lot of hard work into it keep your questions coming guys i will get to all of them shortly so with chris uh, uh the last person that played chris was roger craig smith have you ever met him Phenomenal before and guy. seen his he's pretty good man he's he's unbelievable really roger and i i think have circled each other on a number of different projects but i know his work well and, and i and you know yeah. i've never met him personally but i've never heard anything but a nice but people say nice things about him and i'd love to meet him and work with him and um he seems like a super great dude and obviously very talented so um yeah. So do you, yeah, was, for this game, do you look at some of his work as Chris and the older versions or do you just go in clean and try and give it your own interpretation or how do you how do you balance that? Yeah. Um, so my thoughts on that are, are you know, I always want to honour where the, I always want to honour the world, right? So like, I can't come in there just because I'm taking on a, a character for the first time and decide I get to recreate the world of Resident Evil. That's just not, I don't think that's a great move, you know? So honoring the world and honoring what's been established is important. That being said, I don't find it helpful. And in fact, I think I find it detrimental to over familiarize yourself with the previous version of something because then because mm. only one of two things can happen then. Either one, you get into accidental emulation or you're trying so hard to not do that thing that you could you could almost end up sabotaging yourself out of what might be organic to you, which may include some similarities just because that's naturally and organically who you are. Um, mm -hmm. But it just gets way too heady and way too messy. And for me, it's just better to be as clean as possible, mm -hmm. do enough to kind of get the, the flavor. But, you know, some of where the character has been um, as an arc uh, I rely on like, you know, my director and writers to, yeah. to fill in those blanks. Like they'll guide me in the right direction and won't let me go too far off the way, off the rails so that I don't have to go back and watch every line of every scene of everything. Cause that's just like, that's too much for my active brain to be digesting at once. Yeah. Did you know he was going to be a playable character? Spoilers got, he's going to be a playable character at any, um, at I, that point. I, I can't, oh, you know, I did, but not till like somewhat into production. I, I, I wasn't even sure this, I wasn't even sure how involved of a character he was going to end up being in the story. Um, but yeah, about some way through midway through shooting, I think Steve was like, oh, you know, there's going to be a whole playable section with Chris. And I was like, oh, it's great. It's so cool. So is that something you were talking about during the end of RE3 remake or were no. RE remakes, were you, uh, or was it just another audition or what? So it was, um, so after we wrapped, uh, three, um, obviously like, you know, a lot of the main part of the cast really bonded, you know, myself, uh, Nicole, uh, 
Neil, Steve, Steve was a director, um, you know, had an amazing experience and really well sort of like forged a bond there. I can tell. um, So we all, yeah. And we all kind of kept in touch. And then, um, I, I went in for an audition, um, and did a read or I sent the tape in first, I guess, and then went in for an in-person audition, but had no idea Steve was involved until about the third or fourth round. When wow. we were really just, I think, kind of like, yeah. And I don't know if Steve did that intentionally or not, but it was, I mean, it was cool because I walked into this, like, what I thought was going to be the last sort of read, and it was with the director. And then, like, Steve was there. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. He's like, yeah. Um, so he's like, so look, you know, uh, different character, pretty big, um, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, we're just going to try. So, you know, we, we did the read and stuff. And then after after I was, I was told that I, I, I got the job, um, you know, the first thought was, how do you like, it's, he's gotta be different than Carlos. And then I just sort of like stopped uh, myself really yeah. quick. And I stopped myself really quickly because I'm like, he's already different. like, he's a, this already a different guy. It's in the, you don't have to do anything. He's already a different dude. He's different energy. He's a different vibe. He's a totally different thing. And, uh, so I, you know, I had to throw all that kind of notion out of the window. Yeah. Because a, a lot of the guys from three, you know, Neil came over and he's obviously Heisenberg. Nicole came over. She's Daniela. So it's good yeah. to see that Capcom are keeping you guys uh, in line, hey, and working. Yeah, <laughs> oh, totally. It's great. Yeah, it's so cool. And I think too, you know, I mean, just like, I mean, you know, I'm sure you know, you know with, with like the work that you do. I mean, you know people like to work with, with good people who are, are fun to be around and, and do a good job and take their, their work seriously. And so sometimes, you know, when you can, you, you know, you, you work with those people again, you know, it makes, it makes, cause I think, you know, maybe people forget or, and it's something that I didn't really think about when I first started in the industry. Cause for me, it was just all about like the, it was like, the, it was all the art. And then you forget like, yeah, but even while you're there, like doing the art and learning the lines and doing the scene and like pretending you're a fucking zombie, like, uh, you're also on the clock. Like you are, you are mm. at work mm. and who you work with matters a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't be a dick know. or you won't get another chance. Will you, well, really? you know, you can be, and sometimes you will get another chance, but I don't know okay. why you'd want to be. It's such a, it's such a harder way to be. It's such a, yeah. it is so much effort to be an asshole and so easy to be a good, humble, decent human being. It's so easy. I know. Yeah. It's not hard at all. Um, Filler, he says, have you watched or played Chris's scenes yet in Village? Um, I, I have. I've seen. Um, I hope I you watched my video yet. of all your cut cut scenes. You know what? I did actually. That's how I was. I was gonna say, <laughs> that's how I. That's how I watched it all because I. Um, I didn't. I haven't gotten a copy of the game yet, and I haven't gotten a chance to play. But um, I do like to. I meant it when I said I like to interact with the community. So every once in a while, I'll try to like sneak maybe 15, 20 minutes and jump on like Twitch and maybe jump into just some random channel and like say what's up and, you know, kick a little like, yeah, kick a little thank you. And, and, um, you know, I'll I'll try to watch a little bit of playthrough. So um, I I try to stay as involved as I can. But yeah, I've I've gotten to see some of it, if not all of it yet. And you are proud? I like it. I think it, I think it, um, You you can always you can always get into the bad habit of looking at your work and going critiquing. I, I wish I'd done that. I would have done a different thing there. I'm like, I don't know, man. That wasn't the fucking. Why didn't you say the line that way? And 
But I, I've kind of stopped doing that because whatever I did at that moment was the thing that was organic and real at that time. And I had to trust myself enough that I was making the best decisions at the moment. And obviously, if I was doing those scenes today, they'd feel different. They'd be a little different. I'm a different person. Um, so, uh, but yeah, but I, I like the work. I think it, I think it tells a good story. I think it builds a nice universe. And I, and more importantly, I feel like, you know, pe- people have enjoyed it. And after we, you know, after we do it, after we record it, it's not mine anymore anyways. Kawaki here says, Chris was so badass, uh, especially at the end raid scene, you know, towards the end where you're going in as Chris. Um, I love Jeff Shine's voice. Oh, love you, Jeff. I love this thank Chris. So not great version of Chris Redfield with the same feeling of Chris that I know. Love this great job. Jeff, how did you oh, get good. such a deep and sexy voice? Greetings from Argentina. You are a genius. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you'd have to ask my mother and my father. I guess. That's, that's, that was really up to them. I didn't have a lot of say in it. I'll tell you, as a kid, though, um, I'll never forget... Uh, I'll never forget one of my friends. I wasn't really like aware of my voice when I was a kid. And I, even to this day, I sometimes think I'll like, I'll even, I'll even ask my wife every once. I'll be like, is my voice deep? Do I have a deep voice? <laughs> and she'll just be like, shut the fuck up. Um, because I'm not like, I mean, I live in like the mid register. I'm, I'm not like, I'm not like the deep. I've got some buddies of mine who have like beautiful, just, you know, luxurious, rumbly. They the talk whiskey and voice like the walls, yeah. dude, the walls vibrate. And you're like, oh my God. God, I'm, I'm like, I, like, I got a couple of buddies of mine. I'm like, just talk, dude. Just talk. Um, but, uh, yeah, but I remember as a yeah. kid, I wasn't really aware of my voice. And one of my friends, I was over his house and they're, uh, they're, they're Portuguese. They were a Portuguese family. And uh, the mother said to me, we were watching Independence Day. And I don't know if you remember when the, the, you know, the, the ship's coming over the back. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. it's, um, and, and, and Harvey's in his car and he goes, I have to call my mother. <laughs> and she looks at me and she goes, that's what you sound like. And I went, really? <laughs> oh, shit, I guess. Is that what I sound like? Um, but I but I lost my voice a lot when I was a kid. Just about every other oh, week. Really? All the time. All the time I lost my voice. Oh, that's so good. Uh, Andrea here says, Jeff, I loved your performance as Chris Redfield, but I'd love to hear your prize your role as Carlos to say, now that's a weird fucking door. <laughs> oh, no, that's a weird fucking door. <laughs> uh, hello, uh, hello from France. That's from Sam. Sean. Hey, Jeff. Loved you, in, loved you as Chris in Resi 8. Favorite character from my f- series so far. Any chance of a birthday shout out? That's from Sean. Yeah, man. Happy birthday, Sean. How old? Um, we're going to say he's 22. I've got no idea. But I'm going to say he's 22 years old. <laughs> I like that you just grabbed 22. Just, like, yeah, that's just, great. Just grab a, like grab an your, age. In your head, Sean exists as 22. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. That like, that's well, Happy 22nd birthday, Sean. <laughs> Hope it's a great It'd be one. even funny if it was his 22nd. Uh, you, you're 27. That's good, too. Dreadpool. Yeah, we can't talk about DLC, mate. Sorry. Uh, Canna, Jeff made Chris the most human and realistic Chris I've ever seen. The interpretation of him was brilliant. Just don't go around punching boulders. I'll try not to. I've walked past a couple today, gave him a little side eye, but we'll see. I'll do my best. Jason, do you think Chris communicated well with Ethan? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly? Yeah, I think so. I I, I think so. I mean, you know, uh, 
Chris was Chris was having a struggle, you know, as far as my as far as I was concerned. You know, it was a real, which I think is always the most interesting to see people in, you know, in struggle and, and turmoil and, you know, having to make hard decisions and not loving the situation they find themselves in and how do they react, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it like working with Todd? Todd's great. Todd's a, like a, just a, Todd's like, um, <laughs> Todd is like, I always feel like when I would see Todd, I always felt like Todd was like, uh, the guy you like your neighbor and you go over to the fence and you're like, Hey, what's going on, man? Everything good? He's like, yeah, everything's good. How about you? Hey, we're good. I just think he's very casual. Like he's a super casual <laughs> dude. Like he's very like cerebral. Um, but, yeah. uh, but Todd's a good dude. Todd's a good dude. I love that. Love that. Yeah. Have you got a chance to talk to Todd yet? Dude, dude like, he's the one guy I can't get on. He's very private. So you got to, he's you very gotta, private. Yeah. He, I don't think he's done an interview at all. So, um, no kidding. Yeah. So he's he's just a very. If I see him, guy. if I see him, I'll, I'll tell him. I'll tell him he's got to do one with you. Thank you, thank you, man. Yeah, of course, man. Um, the you're real- a good dude. You're a good dude to talk to. I like your vibe, man. Oh, thank you, brother. I love you too. Yeah, like very, like, very like, if- casual, very easy to talk to. I like interviews when they feel like a conversation and exactly. not like uh, you know what I mean. So that's that's, that's the good, vibe man. we're that's going really- for. I don't want to. It's not an interview. It's a two mates hanging out. You know. Dude, that, yes, man. I just like. I wish you got to tell some of your other buddies <laughs> that that's the that's the jam. It's such a better way to do things, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm listen. I'm always grateful to talk to anybody, and I think it's cool that we get a chance to do that. And but what's the most enjoyable from a selfish perspective is when I just feel like I mean, like I, you know, I, all we're missing is a couple beers, man. I know, I know, mate. When you, have you ever been down here to Australia? Man, I'm fucking dying. To come oh. Down. I'll never forget. I did this. I did this tiny, tiny little project with. Um, God, I'm blanking on his name. Hell of a guy. What with project small was small little? It? It, it was a small indie film called Blood Soldiers. It was Blood a short. Soldiers. It, was, it was supposed to be a treatment um, for an uh, uh, like a. They were they were shooting it as a treatment to do. Uh, hopefully, get it sold as a feature. Is it I don't the know. director? Jack Thornton. No. No, that's Jake. Jake, Jake sorry, Jake. Um, yeah, that's cool. It was, um, oh God, he was in, um, hold on, I'm actually going to look it up myself because I, oh man. Anyway, the whole point of the story is I worked with this guy, a hell of a dude, and he's from New Zealand or he lives there now. He's from, I think from Detroit, lives in New Zealand now. And we were talking about, I'm like, dude, how do you like New Zealand? And he's like, buddy, we don't even tell people how nice it is because we don't want you to come. <laughs> He's like, it's awesome. He's like, and Australia's great, but it. I would. I want to get down there so bad, man. I, what I really would like to do is bring my wife and my girl. I'd love to get a, oh, like, love to it. rent to rent a sprinter van down there, like all the one of those ones that are all decked out, and uh, and just kind of drive around a bit. Oh, you'd I love it, man. Too. You really would. You'd you'd have a ball. Where in Australia are you? Can you? Say I'm it? in Melbourne. I'm in Melbourne. Yeah, but I'm okay. floating between Melbourne and Sydney. So. Um... Yeah, you got to because of work or like family and stuff. Both, both. Yeah, yeah but not at the moment. Right. I mean, with COVID, it's. I mean, if I think flights are like twenty dollars now all around Australia because it's just no one's flying. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. yeah. But what's they the vibe, but they the shoot vibe? the shoot the hotel prices up to about six hundred dollars, so they make up for it. No uh, kidding. What's the um? What's the vibe there like now? I mean, it's much better. Like, it's know, much they, better, man. It's it's. I think it's a bit better than overseas because we've we've got a grips on it a bit more, but less yeah. people here to worry about, isn't there? So 
but yeah, New Zealand were the ones that really handled it well over there. They got yeah. a really good prime minister. Um, yeah. The Real Two Fly, what video game franchise do you wish to work on next if you could choose? Ooh. Um, I mean, you've already done all the big ones, but... <laughs> I mean, there's a there, there are a lot of places that I would like to be involved in. I mean, I'd like to I'd like to spend some time, I think, in the Star Wars universe at some point. Um, Ooh, yeah. I mean, I think I think less about like what <laughs> franchise do I think I want to be involved in. I think more about like what kind of characters I'd like to get a chance to like, try on for a bit. And for me, good writing I'm feeling. A, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit like you know, I'm feeling I'd like to try something a little dark. Um, maybe, you know, get an opportunity to show some, some other bits and pieces. Um, a that, villain. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's, I feel like it's time. And, and um, obviously you're always, you always want to stretch as, as much as you can. So um, I think that would be really fun. And, but yeah, but I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously great writing is always the most attractive thing to me in story. How I, how I feel about games has changed so much over the course of you know, my relationship with them. Um, and as I work more in them and I'm such more of a story guy now, I used to be like all about, I was just gameplay. I was like, how you were FPS, play? yeah? FPS, man? Oh yeah, man. Yeah. I was, I mean, I'm a, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nerd and a gamer and like through and through, we could talk, we could talk games all day. Yeah. Um, cause I know the world well and love it. Um, love it, love it, love it. But, um, for me, it was always all about gameplay, and now it's like I need gameplay, but I gotta like I gotta feel something. I have to feel something. So, what have you played recently that's made you feel something? Have you played Last of Us? No. <laughs> and and don't and don't tell right. Troy. I won't tell him. It's all good. But um, no, I'm gonna tell I mean, him next I've, time I have I've him watched, on. I, 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 the thing is, like, I've watched enough of it, but I, it's not yeah. the same as playing it. And and I'm incredibly like I mean, for no reason other than I'm just proud of the people who made that game and you know participated in that kind of storytelling and and, and you know and a lot of them their, don't you? and, and yeah. stick to their guns the way they do. I like bold storytelling. I, I really think like you have to live in that place of risk. It's the only place where success lives. I, I think. I think success and failure, like, are the same, are two sides of the exact same coin, and it's incredibly fragile. But the second you try to like appease, play it safe, mm. you know, make everybody happy, like, and that was something I wrestled with for a long time because I remember like getting like you know roles and being like, I hope everybody loves it. And then I like I remember you know being younger and, and realizing like, dude, someone's gonna hate it. Just know that ahead of time. Just know ahead of time. And in fact, I'll tell you, I thought it was hysterical. It really made me laugh. I was telling my wife yesterday, I got a message on Instagram. And this, and this dude, the opening sentence, which you know it's not going to be good, was, <laughs> I hate to say it. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, you know, and I'm the asshole who's reading it. But I'm like, okay. So the opening word, I hate to say it. You always got to watch out for I hate to say it. No offense, but, <laughs> you know, to tell you the truth. So oh I God. hate to say it. But you're the you were a terrible Chris Redfield. <laughs> you didn't fit it at all. I didn't like it. Um, what? And, Who and would go like, out of their way to say that to the actor? I can't so believe I that. Never, I never really engage in this. It's just I don't because because it's, it's honestly it's okay. Truly, in in my heart, it's his right to feel that way. But I did respond back with, 
Well, you didn't hate to say it that much. Maybe you just <laughs> maybe you just slightly disliked it. You did not really. Oh man, I did. Yeah, I was that's like, so good. But it, it was funny. I mean, I wasn't gonna do battle with him, but I no, like, no, no. You gave him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It was funny though. I love oh, it. You're always gonna get that. You can't help always. it. Always, always. Yeah, but it's good. I feel like you're doing something right if. There is a, a a group of people who enjoy what you do, and then a group of people who have feelings about it that are maybe not the most positive. It's okay. That's that's the. It's really the beautiful thing about everyone getting to have their own opinion. Well, let me tell you, mate. Everyone in here that I've seen are, are really uh, big fans, and this is this I, is a hardcore Resident Evil um, audience. A lot of these guys. So. I appreciate it. I really appreciate and appreciate everyone taking the time to hang out and just like spend some spend a little time with us and and thank you, man, for spending some time with me. No, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Um, more questions here. Yeah, yeah. Fire away. Can you please say Ethan no? <laughs> Ethan? No. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, that must be the easiest uh two words you can ever say, hey? You know what's funny, dude? The ones that trip you up the most are when it's like one fucking word. You'll get in the booth and they'll be like, so we need you to say rubber. And you're like, hey, it's still hard. You'll you do a monologue two times through. You're like, nailed it. One word. You're like, is it me or does it sound weird now? I don't think rubber I, un- I completely it. understand. I really All do. All the time. All the time. Uh, um, Matt Valentine, did you prefer Carlos or Chris? Oh, that's a – I don't think we it's can a make question. a pick. I always prefer the one I'm playing at the time. My, oh, like yeah. my favorite role is my favorite role is the one I'm doing. But um, you know, there was stuff about Carlos that was really fun. Um, and Carlos is kind of like a fun dude. He reminded me of like an '80s action hero and like you know, we, funny one-liners. And 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 for me, that's like very loose and fun. And so you know, when we're doing those scenes, I felt very loose. That's not how Chris feels to me. It no. doesn't feel that way. It's it's just, he's just not that guy. Bit more intense. Not, it, more intense. It's not that he, he's just, he's buttoned up a little bit tighter. Um, he got a lot riding on him. You know. Mm. You know, Carlos got thrown into something. Chris is running something, and that's a very different position to be in. So, um, it was it was really fun because they were they just feel very different, man. It's like your it's like your two favorite suits. Like which one do you like more? It's like I don't know. Where am I going? Mm. Depends on the venue. Yep, yep. Drive-by commentator, man, seeing Chris get up in age reminds me of Sam Fisher and Solid Snake pushing 60. Where are our game heroes going? <laughs> I know, man. That's a good – That's dude, truth. How old, how old is Chris in this one? Do they even mention it? I don't know if they mention it specifically. Uh, and I, I'm always, I am always warned not to speak on canon without knowing exactly oh, the know. answer. I know. Yeah, you're not the first people, one to say that. And people, well, because I mean, first of all, Capcom is very like you know, they 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 care about their story very much. And second of all, dude, you just do not want to get it wrong in front of the fans. They will let you <laughs> they'll know. not let you, <laughs> dude. They will let you know. So I'm like, I don't even, I don't fuck with them. <laughs> He's Cal- as however old you want him to be. Exactly. Yeah, Ramsey Bolton. Is that Game of Thrones villain? I think that's Game of Thrones. Yeah. 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 Great character. Too. Great character. Who is, the, who, who is the guy who played that role? Oh, he's a what a what a tremendous actor. Great actor because I hate that character. He's vile. Oh, absolutely dude, he vile. Was not 
his scenes with um and I don't remember the other the name of the individual Sophie, who played, um, Sophie Turner. Yes, and then the and then the guy who he um was torturing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know uh his, his sister's things. name is Lily. Yes, those are some dynamic yeah. scenes. That was yeah, yeah. You watched all of Game of Thrones? Of course. What'd you think of the last mm-hmm. season? I watched all of Game of Thrones. <laughs> exactly. That's what everyone it's says. Hard. I mean, that, you know what I will say? It's, yeah. it's it's really it is hard to wrap know, up something. I, I didn't envy them at all. In fact, when I when I knew it was the last season, I remember looking at my wife and being like, "Dude, I do not envy them at all. How are they?" It's hard I mean, to wrap rarely, up. It's hard to stick the landing, man. It's really hard. I mean, I remember you know watching uh, Avengers and being like, "Wow, they stuck the landing. Damn, like it's not easy to crescendo. It's hard, dude. It's really, really hard because it's like, and also as fans, it's hard because one of the things I love that British TV does so well is like they know when to end their story. They're like, mm. we're coming in, we're doing four seasons, and we're fucking out of here, and that's it. Doesn't yeah. matter if the thing is like a smash, to like we're done. They won't extend and it I, for yeah. And I love that. I love that. And uh, look, I think Game of Thrones is an incredible achievement, top to bottom. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's still one of the best shows you could watch, whether you like the last season. Yeah. You know what's dope too? I don't know if you get a chance to watch it. I love just recommending stuff that I you know. You ever, have you watched Letter Kenny? No, what is it? It's this. It's this. Like it's this. Letter um, Kenny. Letter Kenny. It's this like cult sitcom that came out. Well, I say sitcom. That's not really what it is. It's this comedy that came out of Canada, and like Hulu picked it up, and there's like oh. nine seasons. But dude, if any of the people from Letter Kenny for whatever reason ever see this interview or anyone, there, it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal, hysterical. I love. Oh, the now show. I gotta watch they're, this. They're I- brilliant. Brilliant. What else can you recommend that you've watched recently while we've got you? Man, I want I, I want to recommend the show, but and it just got taken off Netflix. And I'm heartbroken about it because everybody oh, should no. see it. Oh no! But it was called if you if you can though, still buy it somewhere. It'd be worth it to get it from like iTunes or wherever the fuck it is now. Kingdom. Oh, they they didn't renew it, did they? It, no, I, I, uh, I, mean, I don't think I don't know if they're ever going to do another season, but I, I think they just pulled it off of Netflix. But man, that show is yeah. like some TV making at its finest. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we had um, we had Magnus Braun on. He was he was in that show as Knut. Oh, who was he? Knut. Is that the same show or not? Oh no, I'm talking no? about a show about M- about a show about MMA. Oh, okay. I was thinking the Last Kingdom. Okay. Am I? Ah, no. This is this is Kingdom. It was uh, Frank Kingdom. Grillo, Matt Lauria, oh. Jonathan Tucker. Um, oh no, Nick Jonas was in it. it dude, it was. Wow. If, if you can find it somewhere, watch it. You'll you will you'll hit me back on email and and, and thank me. Beautiful, thank you, man. Um, what are you watching? I'm watching. Uh, I'm going to watch this new show. I forgot the name, but everyone's talking about it. It's a like a thriller, seven episodes. The East something. Um, oh, Mayor of Easton. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So HBO, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. Uh, Kate. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's it. Yeah, Kate Winslet. Yeah, I yeah, was just. Yeah. A- I was just about to start it last night. I'll, well, yeah, maybe yeah. We'll, uh, we'll do like a little movie club. You report <laughs> back to me. I'll let you know what I thought. Because HBO just seemed to knock it out every time. <laughs> it's just so good. You, you want to you end up on HBO. Yeah. Yeah. Will you be That's watching The Last of Us show on HBO? 
Yeah, always. Yeah, I'll check it out for yeah. sure. Now, I uh, I love this stuff. I watch everything. Yeah, it sounds like prejudiced. it. I love it. I love it. So when you when you when you did um, Avengers, when you got into that mm-hmm. world as Captain America, were you familiar? Yeah. Were you watching all the Marvel? Movies? Have we familiar yes. with Captain America? Like, were you a geek about it or what? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I was a, a, a geek about it. I've always liked comic book art since I was a kid. Like, the, just the imagery of it. I didn't read a ton of comics, but you know, there are some characters and some stories that it doesn't matter whether you're like super into it or not. You just like know it. Like, you know, Superman. Mm. You know, Captain America. You know, Batman. Like, these are just you know enough about it where like if somebody asked you, you'd be like, yeah, I, I know that. Yeah. Um, but I was, I, I, I really loved the MCU. I was, I watched, I've seen everything and, and thought it was, I mean, again, I just think it's like premier filmmaking. It's like all of the best of the, of that. It's all the best that CGI and effects and everything has to offer on top of like, wow, how about just some like great fucking writing and some damn good acting. And like, they're awesome stories who just, they just, happened to be about superheroes and that's what i was really mm. hoping that we were going to be doing when, when we signed on the project and, and at least i made that decision for myself which was just like you're going to be you're going to like play steve rogers captain america is like this thing this other is this other bit of it right but like you don't play a superhero you just play a guy who's got a lot of feelings and a lot of shit going on he just happens to be able to like punch through a brick wall and throw a vibranium shield and that's just like a part of who he is and um, I think it's easy to get caught up in leading with those things. And superpowers are only as cool as like the man or woman who's wielding them. Outside of that, like I, I think, you know, it's why like you've, you've seen, it's part of why the Matrix, right, was so amazing. Because it was not just like, you weren't just talking about the incredible fight scenes. It was the story was so like, mm. if it was just good fight scenes a- afterwards, you'd be like, yeah, but I don't need to see it again. Like it wasn't that fucking cool. So it needs like that support and that emotion. And so um, I was really familiar with the MCU. Obviously, I think, you know, Chris Evans is phenomenal. Um, and that was another case of like, okay, you know, we're, we're going to make this game where when the MCU is at the peak of its, you know, popularity everybody's watching it everybody knows it i am acutely aware i'm not chris evans like that i I woke up this morning and double checked and i wasn't you know and i was like so i really (laughs) got to make sure i got to do my own thing it's got to be my version of the dude i can't try to emulate that or you know i tell you what you did so this the actors that you're alongside in that game are pretty damn good let's be honest and you held your own if not succeeded so, oh, thank you. Congrats, man. Yeah, there, for that. I'll tell you, like, and I've, I've said this story a couple of times, but it was, it's an honest to God truth. I remember when I found out my agent, I was driving with my wife. I can't remember where we were going. Got a call from my agent. She's like, hey, uh, I don't know. Something's coming down the pike, maybe, but you're going to be available for it if it happens. Right. Cause always the first call is always like to make the project checks to see if you're available. It's just literally schedule wise, nothing else or anything. So, She's She's like, like, you you will be available. You will be. And, and, you know, and my my agent and I have a really great relationship. She's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to to Heather. She's phenomenal. And she was like, you're going to be available. Kind of like joking, but I knew she meant it. And she called me back like 30 minutes later. And she's like, this is the role. And at first, I was like really excited. But I was like, look, I looked at my wife. I'm like, let's not get – I'm pretty like understated. And I don't really get excited till I'm on set, rolling, and got the first paycheck. And then I'll get excited because otherwise – Because you never know. 
dude, you never know. Mm-hmm. Never know. You don't even know after the first day. Trust me. You don't know. Really? It's, yeah. Nothing is guaranteed ever. Until ever. the game's out, really. <laughs> Until, Until it see releases. you in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. If your name's in the credits, you got it. But so and I remember Sim I'm like, look, but look, it could be a small game. It could be a cameo. It could be like, uh, it could be just mobile. It could just be VO. It could be, so it's super cool. Always grateful. Always humble. Let's not like get crazy about it. But I was like, but then I looked over and I'm like, but if it is big, wouldn't it be cool if this was kind of the cast? And I think I named like six or seven or eight different actors. And then my agent sent me over literally within about 30, 30 minutes later, the first call sheet in the cast list. And I went, oh shit, this is like legit. <laughs> and, and like, and I got to say like, you know, those Far are right. some of my favorite, there's some of my favorite people and some of the kindest people and. You know, I just think they're a great, great group of human beings who also happen to be good actors. So, people who don't know, you're talking Laura Bailey, Travis Willingham, Nolan North, Troy Baker. Yeah. Um, who's the young lady that plays uh, Miss Marvel? Sandra. She was. It was. She's, I think she's a standout, I, absolute standout. If I if I could speak on her behalf, I think if I remember correctly, <laughs> this was like her first big mocap job, and man. It could not have been. I don't think that I would have handled stepping onto a set with those kind of actors as my first job at her age and been as like, you know, professional and and fun and prepared and enthusiastic and confident. Like I thought she did a phenomenal job and, and deserves all the accolades she got for it. She was a great she was great to be with on set and just like never ending enthusiasm. As much as I love you, mate, she was she was actually the stand. She was the standout of that game. I don't I, I think that could be denied. Be, yeah, no, it was a, it was a totally endearing, honest performance that never felt sticky or put on. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. it was never like, oh, you're you're playing teenager. Like, but it was just so like authentic that I mean, I thought like one of the most fun scenes for me to play and be in. Was the was the was the opening a day, and you weren't even doing anything on the sticks, right? You're just kind of walking around, going to this comic book, like you know, this vending machine and that hero and these little conversations. But I was like, God, it was man, cool. I feel so yeah. like, yeah, such yeah. nostalgia. Did you play that game all the way through, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I still I still pop it in now and again. Yeah, because I know the fan reception was a you know there was a few critics out there. Let's be honest. Sure, sure. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it got a mixed reception. I think also, like you know, my hope too still is. I think the game is is still finding Developing. its legs. I, yeah. And I and I hope I really do hope that um, people will you know go back and jump into that universe again because I think it's it's getting fleshed out. Um, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm always rooting for. I'm always rooting for people who who like you know stick to their guns and 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 you know Crystal yeah. Dynamics is really is really trying to hit it so. Crystal are great, great as well. They, they, you know, yeah. Tomb totally. Raider they were was phenomenal awesome. to work with. Mm. Yep, yep. And and I gotta say too, yeah, Crystal's phenomenal and, and Square and and you know, and the guys at Marvel and the gals at Marvel are like so cool and like just the most fun group of people to like hang out with. They know everything about comics, <laughs> but everything. Do you, we had a- Do you pinch yourself though that you Captain America? Do you ever yeah, pinch totally. yourself and go far out? Yeah, absolutely, man. There's yeah. a, you know, there's that moment when you're on set and like you're, you know, you're rocking the shield and, um, and 
I, I do. I remember distinctly because I was smart enough at that time to 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 take a second and like be super present. We were just getting like mic'd up, and um, they were giving me the shield for the first time, which you know on a mocap stage is usually just like PVC pipe, some foam, some light diode stuck to it, some light reflecting ball stuck to it, so they can track it. And you know, it is not a, a replica. It's just a it's a prop. But I'm getting mic'd up and. Um, you know, gal comes over to hand me the shield and I, I, I grab it. And, but I look over and there's like, you know, Nolan's in the corner and he's, he's kind of like, uh, you know, practicing like his lift off his Iron Man. And Travis does have a replica hammer and he's kind of throwing it around. And I think like Troy was you know, reading his lines or adjusting something. And Sandra's in the makeup chair and Laura's over there. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> like this is like really fucking happening. Like take a second, dude. Yeah. Cause for, for even if, and I think it was like our first day of actually filming. And I was like, if for nothing else, for today, for eight hours, a group of people have collectively decided that you get to be Captain America. Enjoy it. Make the mm-hmm. most of it. So I was like, you know, I really tried to make the most out of that project. And, and, um, and you know, obviously it, it was a huge, a huge honor to get to do that. Shane OC, hey, Jeff, just wanted to say that I thought you were brilliant as Carlos, Chris, and Captain America. I love oh, watching thanks, your stream with Nicole and your signings as well. You guys are both amazing. Oh, thank you, Shane. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you so much. Are we all right to keep going, Jeff, or do you have to get out of here soon? You just yeah, let man, me know. I mean, it, yeah, if you're cool, I mean, did you do like a minute of 15 or so? Beautiful. And then I'm going to try to uh, get my daughter to go to bed. <laughs> uh, who have we got here? Ramsey Bolton. Oh, we never got to that question. That was half an hour ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. Ramsey. That was my fault. I, I, so, I totally... We went, I we totally went off on a tangent on shows. Yeah. I know. That was my bad. No, no. Point. All good. Um, can't wait for Resi 9. When will we finally get to see Leon continue the Redfield bloodline? I don't know, man. That's not up to me. You'll have to find out, hey? You have to find Yeah, stick around. Uh, Sean's come back. So I said he was 22. Thanks a million for the birthday shout out. Actually turned 26. Amazing nonetheless. No, right on. <laughs> we were close. Well, happy birthday again, man. Yeah. Tw- hey, listen, that's not bad. You're four years off and it could have been anything literally. Hey, not bad. Not bad. Um, quickly, World War II. Just talk to me about yeah. your experience on that because I've done a lot of Call of Duty content here. And um, yeah. I know that uh, Sledgehammer are working on the next one. So what? Uh, how did you find that experience with, you know, the, some World big War actors in that as well. I'll tell you what. Yeah, World War II was phenomenal. Mm. Um, uh, you know, uh, we, we really ended up feeling like at the end of that shoot, because it was you know we were together a lot, you know, it really kind of felt like that band, the brothers kind of feel. Um, it did, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was cool. Everybody, we got, we all got on really well. In fact, I'll tell you to this day, we still have like a, a World War II chat and like, you know, every once in a while we'll like drop a little message in there or like a picture or like a birthday or like check, you know, here's my kid or, you know, here's the deck I just built or, you know, you know, Jeff, Jeffrey Pierce and I will throw like a picture of our motorcycle in or something like there. It's a, it's a solid group of dudes and um, really fun to be on set with hard workers, really talented guys. Um, and, uh, and, and who are all, you know, st- you know, working and, and doing, and doing big things. So I, I love that project. And, uh, and and the team that that put it together and 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 you know hired me for the job I still keep in touch with and they're just tremendous and and always doing something exciting so I feel I feel I feel very lucky to have been able to work with the people that I've been able to work with because 
those are really the things you almost end up remembering more than like this line or that line. It's the or, people, you know, you, the friends. It's oh, it, man, it's always the people, mm. right? Like, you know, like at the end of this interview, I might not remember like what we talked about. I might not remember the answers I gave or the questions you asked, but like, I'll, I'll remember the vibe and the feel, right? Like you always remember how you felt. And that for me is like something I've always tried to remember because it's, I mean, somebody smarter than I said it to me at one point, which is like, people won't remember what you say and people won't remember, always remember what you do, but they will remember how you made them feel. Mm. And so, you know, you know, later on, my wife will ask me like how the interview went. I'll be like, that was, it was fun. That's all I, that's all I remember. It was fun. And when someone asks me a year from now, they'll be like, what was that interview? Like, I'll be like, it was fun, man. It was a good fucking interview. I don't remember what you asked me, but it was, a, we had a good time. <laughs> So it's always just how you feel, right? Like that's everything. So when I when I hit you up when you're in the next big game, you're gonna go, yeah, man, we're doing this again. Hell yeah! <laughs> I was just gonna say, dude, let me know. Well, hey, listen, anytime, dude, and I mean it, anytime. As long Thank as you, you can man. be patient with me, like you were last time, because I of really course, appreciate man, it. I know you super. It was busy not easy. I knew I'd be able to make it up to you. Like I knew you'd understand that I wasn't being a dick once we got a chance to talk. Oh, I know. You'd be like, oh, he's he's uh, not that guy. <laughs> mate, you're you're good. You're you're good compared to some of the. Um, guys, I deal with. Don't worry. There's <laughs> some shockers. Oh, yeah? There's some shockers. But it's it's part <laughs> of it. It's a part of it. Everyone's got yeah. their own life, you know. I, I, I to- Dude, I totally. To each their own, man. To each their own. But uh, Jeff, you are awesome. You've quickly become my favorite voice actor. And Dan, you're awesome too. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Just got to say, you deserve the role of Cap. Your natural charisma was on par with Chris Evans. Oh, thanks, man. Wow, that's or miss or man. Thank you very that's much. That's a I great really compliment. That. Um, any, yeah, I'll, any, I'll keep that one. Any advice you'd give, mate, for for actors coming up or anyone wanting to get into games? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, plenty. Stop me when you're bored. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, you know, I think, I think uh, once you decide you want to do this. That this is the thing you want to do. Um, you, you really, I mean, first of all, I think you have to really want to do this. It's not necessarily like, it's not necessarily harder than any other line of work as far as like, it's probably possibly difficult to be a doctor. It's probably like mm. very difficult to learn. I mean, I, I would say like every job is difficult in some way, one way or another, but it's just only worth it to do this if you love it if you're if you're doing it for any other reason don't that would be my first thing after that i would say um be super bold and daring and the first thing to know is that the only shot you have is being you authentically you because whatever actor you think you should try to be like then that will guarantee you work we've already got that guy or that girl they've already got the job we've already got their version what we what what the industry needs is your unique voice. That's it. That is the that is the jam. It is the secret sauce. It is. It's Don't everything. try and be someone else. Mm. You can't. You'll suck at it. You will be amazing at being you, and you will fail fucking miserably at being somebody else. Um, and it won't be fun, and it won't be rewarding. And if you're doing, and if you're doing, authentically you, even your failures will be fun. I promise. Don't be afraid. To, don't be afraid of failure. Get into classes. Watch everything. Absorb. Be a student forever, um, and never be too big to work on anything. Love it. 
Yeah. And then ask me and then hit me up when you're uh, when you're when you're starting out and ask me questions then, too. And I'll answer them for you. Obsidian Warrior here says, can I get a quick shout out to my golden retriever, Rolo, in the Chris Redfield voice? Hell yeah. What's up, Rolo? <laughs> Rolo, sit. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, man. So do you think you're going to play RE8 or what? You're gonna, what are you going to do? Because I know you, you've got a kid now. You, can't, you don't have time, do you? Dude, it's hard. <laughs> But you know, it, but, but it, I'll tell you what though, I'm a big proponent of like keeping those things. Like, look, I, let me say it this way: my wife and I are good about making sure we each have time to like do what we need to do, and and not only what we need to do, but some things that we want to do. There are like certain cornerstones. I'm like a creature of habit. I like routine. Um, but uh, the best way to like teach my daughter, I think, is to like do the thing. Like, I don't sit her down one day and go, listen, you have to be an honest human being. Here's how you be honest. You know, you just be honest yourself and she'll emulate you. Like, you don't sit her down and go, you got to be a hard worker. You just, she just watches you work hard and, you know, learn. Be the example. So, yeah. Yeah, you be the example. So, like, you know, making time for games is still a thing we do. I played today. I played some uh, Warzone uh, with my uh Oh, you're a bulldozer, aren't you? I, f- I was playing you last night. Far, yeah, yeah, yeah. Far out. I liked bulldozer. That was a yeah. fun, that was he was a fun guy to, to mess Far out. With. I couldn't believe so I didn't realize that was you, man. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm so I'm so shameless too because I'll play with my buddies and I'll pick the skin and be like, guys, guys <laughs> listen, listen, listen. It's so it's I would, I would. Don't worry. It's you so have rude. to. I'll like I'll I'll ping stuff the whole game. He's like, what do you say? What was that? I missed that last part. That's, That's so brilliant. Uh, did you get a dub or what? Did you get the, a dub? Oh, did you get the win? You know, I'll tell you what. We sometimes get dubs. Nice. I'll nice. throw a couple up in the in the W column. I mean, I, I take a lot of beatings too. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I get fucked up pretty good, but uh, uh, we, we get some Ws. Nice, man. Well, look. Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Is there anything you want to say to the fans while you've while we've got you here? Yeah, yeah. I, I truly, I would just like to say thank you. I uh, appreciate you guys. You know, first coming in and hanging out, um, and then also just like being so supportive and engaging. And uh, you know, I, I hope we get a chance to meet at a con sometime. I truly, each and every one of you. And Dan, thanks for having me, man. Honestly, this has been a blast, and and always like. Uh, I know I was saying a little bit before, but I'll walk away from this this conversation feeling more energized and more filled up. You know, like people either give you energy or take it away. I'm more full of this conversation, up brother. Today, so for the rest you, of the day. Thank you for your time, man. Oh, man, thank you. you. Before you go quickly, is there anything um, Chris Redfield can say to Dan as we round this one out? Uh, well, for two things. One, let me be shameless for a second, and then I got something for you. Uh, the first is, if you know, if anybody's looking to hang out, I'll be doing a, a live signing later on uh, or early in, early next week. Um, you can check it out on my social media. Of if you course, streamerly dash, streamerly backslash what? Uh, just backslash Jeff Shine. Jeff Shine. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Even if you just want to come and hang out, um, we'll be. I'll do some Q and A stuff, and and feel free to pop by. Um, and uh, Dan, thanks. Uh, far out and also follow this man on Instagram Jeff Shine and Twitter Jeff Shine yeah thank you brother thank you brother well have a great day keep safe and uh, look forward to chatting again mate
Yeah, man. Let's do it again sometime. Truly. Cheers, brother. Take care.